Hello, I'm Sean Gilligan and welcome to the Learning Summit podcast. In this episode, we're going to discuss deploying learning and development in the war for talent. An organisation's ability to train new and current employees was always important, but it's now become even more vital. Technology, market conditions and business needs have never changed so quickly. So getting the right people in the right roles for the right reasons is now closely linked to your ability to train individuals to become those right people and then motivate them to stick around long enough to make a meaningful contribution. The war for talent isn't over and the best L&D cultures will win. So as workers come to prize their learning and growth opportunities more highly than ever before, companies will rise and fall by the strength of their L&D culture. And employees who feel that they have a clear path to growth, along with robust resources and training to do so, are less likely to jump ship for an opportunity elsewhere. LinkedIn's most recent workplace learning survey has reported that younger workers aged between 18 and 34 now want vibrant learning and growth opportunities at work above all else, even higher ranked than work-life balance. What businesses and organisations need to do is create career-focused learning cultures that attracts and retains talent. When we look at the most in-demand skills for 2023, there's soft skills that can't be duplicated by AI and these are management communication leadership and teamwork skills that are high on the list and of course there's no surprise to this in today's hybrid work culture where the ability to connect with uh, teams and lead them through change is highly in demand and when it comes to hard skills you've got things such as SQL, financial skills, Python, Java, data analysis, JavaScript, cloud computing and CRM skills are all highly sought after in 2023. As businesses and organisations want to become more agile, there's a greater need for upskilling and reskilling. And this is because jobs have changed the skill sets needed for a job. And with this change, you need learning and you need development. Aligning learning programmes to business goals and upskilling employees are the top two priorities for L&D in 2023. When you're rolling out an L&D strategy for upskilling, Uh, There's often challenges around stakeholder buy-in and this can obviously slow the progress of such projects. And of course, large-scale upskilling and reskilling programmes take time to implement. So companies can focus on creating more individual, employee-driven learning opportunities to inspire internal mobility within their business. I guess an example of a bottom-up rather than top-down L&D strategy for reskilling And for upskilling would be the curation of employee-driven videos uh, that are curated by experts in the business and shared with new starters and others to really skill up people and to raise standards. Learning and development can be used to retain talent. And of course, it's crucial to retain workers that are already in place because you need the right people in the right roles from the start. And so retaining talent is not just an issue of money, but also of morale. Because of the importance of L&D in retention, you're now seeing L&D teams working more closely with HR. In order to keep your top talent, there's three things you can do. You can make small changes towards a culture of learning. You can allow self-directed learning and you can increase the visibility of job opportunities internally. When it comes to learning culture, there's a few initiatives you could try. 
For example, you could have stretch assignments or try projects that fall out of the remit of a person's day-to-day responsibilities. And you could also look at things such as job shadowing and mentorship opportunities. For self-directed learning, it's really good to get people to create their own career paths so that they've got control over their career and they can map out their future. And by advertising your jobs internally, you can encourage employees to stay. So, for example, an employee who has made an internal move by the two-year mark is more likely to stay in the company. And so there's this idea of redeploying talent internally and reskilling being more cost-effective than actually going external to the market to fill those skills. So in summary, the new LinkedIn data indicates that in a skills-first market, workers will gravitate towards organisations that support their learner journey. Thank you for listening to the Learning Summit podcast. We've been talking about the war for talent and how the best learning cultures will help businesses win. I hope you've enjoyed it. And if so, do subscribe and share on social media. And until next time, thanks for listening and bye for now.